everyone and welcome back to MedTalks. I'm Sahun Achani and I'm a junior doctor working in the NHS. This is another one of our episodes which is targeted towards the final year medical students who are joining or have already joined the front line earlier than you were expecting to. And if you haven't already, then do check out our first episode in this series where we will give you some motivational advice for this challenging period. Now, as a junior doctor who has completed over eight months of working in the NHS, I think it's fair to say that I've done my fair share of normal working days, on-call day shifts and on-call night shifts. The last eight months have been a huge learning curve for all of us F1s and along the way we've all come across various tools to help us through the different challenges. And so in this episode I'd like to share with you the most useful resources that you could possibly find for your new lives as doctors on the front line. Number one, books. So the pocket-sized Oxford Handbook Foundation Programme is really great because it covers lots of common scenarios that you will face as a junior doctor on the ward and how to approach them. It gives you clear and concise management plans for numerous situations, it's super easy to carry around with you, and you will most often have time to quickly look through it before going to see a patient. Another useful book is the Oxford Handbook Acute Medicine Pocket Size Book. Number two, apps. Now there are several excellent apps that you can download onto your smartphone to help you with lots of situations on the wards. The ones that I use, which I definitely recommend, include the Encore Doctor, Smart Doctor, so that's DR, Pocket Doctor, again DR, and the Foundation Program app. Now be aware that some of these are free and some of them you'll need to pay for. But they are really great because they provide you with useful snippets about what to do in various clinical situations. So, for example, patients with chest pain, patients who are becoming hypoxic, patients who have had a fall, how to do an ATE assessment, how to manage common electrolyte imbalances such as hyperkalemia. And they also give lots of useful guidance on prescribing common medications like analgesics, antiemetics, laxatives, fluids and so on. Other apps which you must download are the BNF, which is your medication bible, Microguide, which is the antibiotics encyclopedia and gives you trust by trust guidelines, so you definitely should get that. And another extremely useful app is Induction, and this can be such a lifesaver, especially if you carry around a bleep. So if you enter your hospital name in the app, it will load all of the extension numbers to the various wards in the hospital, and it also will give you a list of bleep numbers of different members of staff. So, for example, the on-call medical and surgical registrar, palliative care nurses, and so on. You can call extension numbers directly from your phone wherever you are, rather than having to find a hospital landline. And lastly, there's an app called MD Calc, which is very useful. On this, you can quickly calculate important scores like the CHAZVAS score, the Wells score for PE or DVT, CURB65, and so on. Number three, websites. There are loads of great websites available on the internet. So BMJ Best Practice, which is also an app, it gives you very informative summaries of all conditions and it's really user-friendly. One which I'm sure you've used a thousand times during medical school is the NICE website, which provides the latest guidelines on various conditions. One that I use regularly when I want to read up about a condition is Patient UK, the professional articles version. Geeky Medics, again also an app, which is also one that you've probably used thousands of times during medical school. 
This is really handy for your practical skills and I definitely gave it a quick read before going to do my first catheter, before going to verify a patient's death for the first time. There's almost a doctor which is also an app. This is an amazing medical encyclopedia with ample information on conditions across all specialties. Number four, your trust intranet. Now this will have lots of guidance that applies specifically to your hospital, so things like antibiotic guidelines, thromboprophylaxis guidelines, fluid guidelines, and so on. So definitely use this when you're unsure about something. And in this current situation, it's also really important to keep up with the latest guidelines on coronavirus, from what PPE to wear, to cardiac arrest scenarios, and so on. Number five, stationary. So there's lots of other tools that junior doctors commonly use to make their lives easier on the wards. Firstly, an A4 size clipboard box file where you can store commonly used admin sheets like imaging requests, blood forms, continuation sheets for ward round entries and so on. And carrying this around with you will save you a great deal of time trying to find them on individual wards where everything is in different places. Also, multicolored pens can be useful so you can color code your jobs to help you be super organized. So for example, referrals can be highlighted in blue, bloods that need to be chased can be red, scans that need to be requested can be green, and so on. And the final one is number six, people. Your colleagues, just ask lots of questions no matter what it is about. No question is a stupid question. Us current FY1s have now experienced numerous situations on multiple occasions so we should be able to help you. And if we can't, then there are always seniors around. For medication-related advice, I strongly recommend that you speak to the ward pharmacist. Every ward will have a designated pharmacist who goes through every patient's medications and ensures that they are correctly prescribed, so that's the correct dose, route, form and frequency. They are the most up-to-date with the trust guidelines, so make sure you become friends with them very early on. So those are the most useful resources that will help you through this difficult but exciting time. I hope you found this useful. Please subscribe for more episodes where we'll talk about assessing acutely unwell patients, the most common jobs that you have when you're on call, how to be organised and efficient, and many more. Please share these episodes with other people that will also find them useful and do leave some feedback for us. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you in the next episode. Remember, stay calm and don't be afraid to ask for help. All the best.